Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Creative. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Johnny Manziel, where he's at, uh, his uh, timeline, and, and what he's expected to do over over some of the uh, uh, over his thoughts on making his next debut in uh, football. And we are going to talk a little bit about ROI, uh, the rate on the rate on investment when it comes to your website's SEO campaign. If you know anything about SEO, this is going to be something that you might want to look into. So stay tuned. So first off, let's talk about Johnny Manziel. So Johnny Manziel, if you don't know him, and I'm, I'd be quietly surprised if you're watching this video that you that you don't know him. Uh, is an NFL player. Uh, he won the 2012 Heisman Trophy uh, and played for the Browns. Uh, he got cut a little bit, and then he went and he tried in the Canadian League. League. Uh, I don't know if a lot of you know, but in the Canadian League, once you go in the Canadian League, you are not allowed back into the NFL. It's a stipulation they have. He got cut from the Canadian Football League, and I'm not sure exactly the, the reports and how that that went, but he then made his debut in the AAFL, um, and with all of the debacle with AAFL, if you don't all know, uh, kind of went under due to them putting too many eggs in one basket, so to say, is now talking about making his jump into the XFL. If you don't all know, the XFL is the Extreme Football League made by Vince McMahon. It came out when I was when I was a kid, uh, and I think we've talked about the XFL before. But it's a league that was made for. To me, it was it, it didn't really make it just due to the fact that it was too much trying to appeal to the wrestling fans and not enough to the sports fans. It was, it was too much of a niche between the two. But they're coming back out, and I think that they're going to have a huge presence now that now that the AAFL is is no longer around. But Johnny Manziel uh, reported to the Houston Chronicles um, last Saturday that he is to, to, would like to play for either Dallas or Houston in the XFL's reboot, which will de debut next year, February 2020. He's still only 26 years old and would like to play a huge part of that launch. He, as Manziel mentioned, the biggest draw for him is having two XFL teams in in, in Texas. Uh, he still says he's still he's still young and in good shape shape and looking at all the opportunities to play. It's a stone's throw from College Station. A lot of ages drove from the Houston to College Station. Houston's a great city that'll always be near and dear to him. Is what he reported. Uh, so I don't know what everyone thinks about Johnny Manziel. Uh, I feel like there's so much hype around him, and and ever since I, I don't know what it is about him. Everyone still thinks he can come out and he can still perform. And nothing against nothing against you, Johnny. But when enough is enough? When is you've had your breaks? You you you've tried the NFL. You've uh, even gone to a point where uh, us as a me as a company, I've actually uh, part owner in Juanito Football, which is the the Hispanic version of Johnny Menzel, which was launched a few years back, uh, and and had a debacle with him and his family during that that little situation. But it's to me, 
I think the hype is just people want to see him play. They think he's going to come out and just perform because he's, they think he's such a good player. I've heard a lot of stories from people from Texas and some of the situations he's been through. And a lot of you all know the some of the legal stuff. And, and it's hard to really listen to a lot of the legal stuff as well. But I don't know. What does everyone think about this? Now, let's talk about our marketing tip for today. Today's marketing tip. How to determine the ROI for your website's SEO campaign. So there's three things you should sort of look at when you're getting ready to start SEO, search engine optimization, and when you are looking to see what your ROI would be and how much you should spend on, on your SEO campaign. Um, SEO is by far probably the most time consuming and it basically takes the most time for your efforts to, to see the fruits of your labor when it comes to your on, your business or your online business. But overall, SEO is probably you get the most bang for your buck and you get the most return on your ROI when it comes to your website. So the first, the three steps that I'd say first you have to, one, estimate your potential site traffic, two, estimate the expected revenue that you could be making from your SEO, and then three, factor in the cost of service. So when we go into step one here, the first step, like I said, the estimating your potential site traffic is look at the site tra traffic of your top ranking competitors so you can gauge an idea of what to expect in terms of your own site's traffic. Pick a few keywords related to your services to get an idea of their monthly search volume. Multiply the search volume by the average click-through rate for your competitors. This should give you an idea of what kind of traffic you can expect to have once your keywords and SEO strategies are in place. So basically, once you kind of pick competitors, you can probably go to an SEO specialist or an SEO company that could uh, help you, digital marketing company that could help you figure this stuff out. You're not gonna be able to see all of your competitor statistics. They're the ones with their own Google Analytics, but there should be some tools allowed that uh, search engine companies use and utilize for seeing volume and keywords used for any website that's on the web. Um, they'd be able to see that there some of their higher tracking words and you have to really think of client intention. So certain keywords are gonna work for your demographic. Uh, some of them won't. So it's not always about the most volume, it's sometimes about the most value. So with that said, if you're selling, you know, athletic gear for instance you're not gonna you're not gonna try to rank for a, a a low competitive keyword like dog food because people that want dog food aren't gonna want necessarily want you know athletic related gear or on the other note if you're talking about using keywords that relate to it and this is just off the top of my head like running shoes and these are gonna probably be very high competitive keywords but running shoes are running shoes for for children or running shoes for athletes or running shoes for football players things of that nature and kind of look at that and if your competitors are using it, you can kind of take a look at their numbers and how much traffic they're getting from that step two estimate the expected revenue once you've gained an idea of what kind of traffic you can expect on your site you can estimate how much revenue an SEO campaign will produce first you need to determine the conversion rate for your site 
you can get an exact conversion rate for your site using Google Analytics. Otherwise, I usually guesstimate using a 2% conversion rate for an e-commerce site and a 5% conversion rate for a lead gen website. Next, figure out how much money you make off an average sale and what your closing rates are on leads. Once you have these figures, figures, all that's left to do is some simple math. Multiply the numbers you obtain for a monthly visits by the conversion rate, then by the closing rate. Finally, multiply the product by your average, your sales average. The number you end up with is roughly how much you can expect to profit from a successful SEO campaign. So. I'm going to use an example. I have a I have a particular client right now who's a local. We do some local SEO for this client, and this client is probably in the mix. He's more of a a, a product-based business, uh, an e-commerce, but kind of a service as well because he needs to have he he does manual labor as well as installing a product on for certain clients. His average cost is probably around roughly four hundred dollars. Is what he probably sells probably sells his his product for. Now, his SEO campaign right now is averaging about, you know, it's local, so it's mostly in the local general area. He can't really sell outside since there's some manual labor, label, uh, manual labor involved. But from his local SEO, he see, he's, he's getting about 800 during the slow season uh, views a month. We average that down and uh, let's see if I remember the math correctly here, but you can kind of see that his conversion rate through Google Analytics is he's getting about 20% conversion rate into his into his landing page, which is them actually calling him, them actually going through a funnel and actually requesting a quote. 20% is quite a bit, so if we can take that 20%, which is what an SEO company does, is getting people through that process, you can then determine that, hey, 20% of 800 is what? You have 800, 10% of that is 80, that's 160. That's 160 people that they're talking to a month. You times 160 times just, you know, 160 times 10 is what? 160, that's 1,600, that's three, that's three, six, nine, that's about $9,000. Now, that conversion rate is only happening through his SEO. We're also doing other paid advertisement as well. So he's making at least, we take that $400 and we times it by a lot, he's making at least a 60 to 70,000 profit from his SEO. Now, you factor in the cost of service that is provided by that. Now that you have an idea of how much you can expect to make from an SEO campaign, all you have to do is calculate in the cost of service. ROI can easily be calculated by dividing the benefit of the cost of the investment. Divide the number you obtain for your estimate revenue by the cost of the campaign. Usually it's about half. So I'd say in that aspect, if someone's making, you know, $60,000 a month off of a campaign that you should easily be spending half of that. Um, you could probably spend with what we're, we're charging our client right now, it's definitely lower than half, um, but you can definitely see the cost of service and how the ROI rates into the, hey, the SEO is actually bringing in six to 10 times the amount of revenue as 
the actual cost of service entailed. So that's the kind of thing that, that you can kind of determine from SEO. A lot of the times it's a lot harder to convert from a lead gen site than it is in e-commerce because e-commerce is going through one or two, basically going to a site, finding a product, purchasing that product, done. When it comes to uh, more of a lead gen kind of website, you're more, your, your funnels, depending on what your business model is, your revenue really comes from the funnel. So you kind of have to put them through a whole process. You have to set up a call. It's a lot harder to sell because you're usually selling a higher value product and it takes a lot longer to sell these people. So the SEO can be very impactful because it gets you, them in the door, they're finding you, they're looking for you. So the selling process is a lot easier, but it's also a lot harder to, to make the sale when it comes, compared to a lower you know service product like you know like my 400 product uh, dollar product like I was telling you so in terms that's kind of the the aspects of SEO the higher you are in your rankings the more percentage you have of people viewing your website um, depending on the keywords you're using now if you have any more questions about SEO or you'd like to you can always reach out and we can always give you some ideas uh, of what you're kind of looking at but Overall, I'd say it takes about uh, six months to a year before that even really comes into impact. It's really the long-term investment. Paid advertisement seems the way a lot of people are going right now, but the conversion rates are really low. So if you're ever looking into SEO, I'd always, I always consider starting SEO at the same time you start paid advertisement because SEO in the long run will take time and you can get your quick satisfaction from the paid advertisement and use your paid advertisement as kind of your A-B testing um, and what we like to call A-B testing is you know usually what we do when we're trying to test certain verbiage, messaging, imagery, things of that nature. So overall that's my tip for today and that's my news. So thank you again for tuning in to Creative Sports and Marketing Talk. You have a good one.